Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to this week's episode of The Jerick Show. In this week's action-packed episode, Antisocial Eric Hates Teams. Eric loses access to his only source of information as Facebook goes down for most of the day. Eric twitches after a breach. And find out why Eric is wrapping Ethernet on his new roof. All this and more on this week's episode of The Jerick Show. Welcome to The Jerick Show, featuring your hosts, Javad Malik and Eric Krohn. Timely topics, poorly presented. What up, what up, what up? Uh, why are you so antisocial? Why don't you like teams? You had to start with teams, didn't you? Are you not a team player? Uh, I hate teams. I'm sorry. Been doing some presentations. This is a very busy month for us in October. And it seems like every time I get near teams, it doesn't work. So, yeah, you know that. You just decided to peel that scab off um, after explaining to you that Teams is like the venereal warts of the presentation platforms. You know, the, the problem with you, Eric, at your age and having worked in security is that everything is basically a scab. Any button you press <laughs> is literally a scab being being scratched, pulled off, yanked, and you become bitter and miserable and grouchy old manny. Yeah, my arms look like a meth head. You know, with all the little scabs around for picking. Yeah, that's that's about right. Yeah. You know, maybe this is why we become, become such curmudgeons yeah. uh, in our yeah. careers. You know, everything's just uh, we're surrounded by negativity and therefore we propagate it, I suppose. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you, you kind of like look like Deadpool, but without the superpowers. You know, all like radiation skin, scabby, really horrible. He's, oh, I was going to say, because he's kind of skinny. Yeah, uh, no one's ever going to mistake you for yeah. being skinny. So, okay, so speaking of skinny, uh, maybe you identify as skinny, but that's um, just like how you maybe are part of groups that believe the earth is flat or that vaccines cause hair loss and weight gain. But um, Hey, I'm vaccinated. Maybe that's yeah. it. Facebook <sighs> disappeared from the internet for almost a, day, a working day, about seven, eight hours. Uh, and that was the Facebook family of products. That was Facebook, Instagram, and WhatsApp uh, and Messenger, if you have that as a separate app on your phone. So that's a whole lot of real estate all of a sudden gone, considering some parts of the world, Facebook is the internet. They don't actually know any internet outside of Facebook. Uh, so like the old AOL, right? <laughs> that everything lives within AOL. That's right. It, it was really funny because I, I was working and like my daughter texted me saying, is the Wi-Fi broken or not working? I said, no, it's working. I, I can access everything here. And I thought, oh, maybe the router inside the house isn't working. So I went inside and I was like, the computer's working. It's connected. What are you trying to do? I don't know. My messages aren't going through. And I'm like, ah, yes, uh, Facebook is down. See, I, I I did kind of the same thing, right? Like, so I, I went to get on WhatsApp because that's where you abuse me during the week when we're offline. Uh, and, and WhatsApp wasn't working. I'm like, okay, that's kind of weird, right? But then I go to Facebook and Facebook's not loading. 
I'm going, what the hell's going on? And like, like just these different things weren't working. So what do I do? I go into, I log into my router and I'm looking at it and it's telling me there's DNS errors. And I'm like, what is going on with this thing? I'm thinking it's my network. I'm changing DNS settings. I'm popping over to like, you know, um, uh, different, uh, Cloudflare DNS servers actually, and, and moving around. And then all of a sudden I'm like, you know, maybe I should check the news. And sure enough, it's like, boom, Facebook down. I was like, okay, well, but you know, it's funny because we don't, at least in my case, I initially did not assume it was Facebook because you're not used to something that size being down for any amount of time. I mean, it's one thing to refresh your browser and it doesn't show up. And the next time it does. It's another thing to be going on for quite a while like that. And frankly, I didn't put the WhatsApp and Facebook part together. I didn't, you know, I didn't tie those things together. And as this kind of opened up, I I just reading about what happened and how this kind of went down and why it went so long was kind of funny, right? Like some of the, uh, the posts that I saw where essentially, you know, they're, they're, they're painting the picture of what happened here. Somebody pushes a BGP update. The BGP update breaks things. Okay, so this happens. All right, great. So what do we do? Let's go to the system and let's fix BGP. Let's let's set it back to, yes, we exist on the internet. Oh, wait, I can't get to that tool because all of our tools are on the internet. Okay, fine. This is what we're going to have to do. We're going to have to go to the uh, to the data center and get in. So they get to the data center and their badges don't work. Why? Because it's all tied to the internet. So then what do they do? They're going to have to call the physical security guy to come with a key. Well, except that the way that they get a hold of the physical security guy is with the tools that Facebook use that's on the internet. So that doesn't work, right? And I'm just picturing all of this cascading throughout this whole thing. And, you know, if we've ever had something go wrong, we've we've noticed these things happen, right? This is why when I do presentations and I'm talking to people about like ransomware and, and um, recovery like that, I always, I'm always like, and you do have a printed incident response plan, right? Something with like phone numbers to call because when it all goes to hell, getting the digital versions doesn't always work well, right? This is why I say that, but it was kind of funny to see it all play out in the real world. That, that's absolutely right. In fact, that reminds me of a very good incident response tip someone told me years ago. And uh, they're like, do you have an um, incident response plan? Yes, we have an incident response plan. Here it is documented. So, okay, suppose the incident is you assume your network's been breached. How are you going to communicate that? With email. With the email that you assume might have been breached. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, 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 you start going. It's like you're sending emails like, oh, I think the bad guys are monitoring our networks. <laughs> let's let's be very careful in what we say. <laughs> right. No, I think uh, what you can do is you send it all in pig Latin. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> they would never see that. No, but it, it's 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 funny how this happens. It is kind of, frankly, refreshing to see it happen to a very large entity like this. Um, yeah. Well, well, I think what it, what it is, it, it's a very visible entity on a service that most of the world uses or is familiar with so like a few weeks ago there was fastly that had an issue Mm -hmm. and there was a number of websites especially news websites that were dependent on it that went down but because it was like a number of different websites so it didn't impact the same number of users in the same way it didn't get the same you know mass recognition Uh, we've had instances where one of the uh, aws data centers has gone down 
-hmm. And that's resulted in some people saying, oh, their Roombas don't work anymore because they, they can't connect to the map to see, you know, what the yeah. layout is. So they won't automatically go out and, and what have you. And that's where you envisage one of those KB lame <laughs> type of uh, reaction videos with like, get a broom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I think we covered this a little bit with the bandwidth.com DDoS that, that happened too is, you know, the internet itself is a very resilient thing. It's awesome. It really does do very well with resilience. I mean, it sucks at security, but it's great at resilience. Until we start stacking everything into these CDNs and, yeah. and these other single points of failure. So then all that redundancy that works on the internet just goes to hell. And here, you know, a BGP push uh, and DNS associated DNS going away and all that kind of crap that happened just absolutely took down this this huge organization. I, I want to say um, the last thing I saw, Zuckerberg had lost like six and a half billion dollars uh, that day because of the stock crashing around Facebook on that. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah, yeah. Um, but the memes, the memes were fantastic. Like I saw when it was the Facebook uh, sign with the Spirit Halloween. I don't think you have those over there, but um, they were like, wow, they move fast. So Spirit Halloween's this organization that comes in like in malls and stuff that have closed down shops and they just like rent the space for a couple of months for Halloween. Right. So they go to all these like um, derelict shopping malls and stuff like that with all these great open uh areas and they just take him over for a little while i thought that was hilarious i mean the the memes on this were fantastic that's great i this is one of my 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 favorite ones it was like the website's down bring out the usual suspects <laughs> <laughs> it's ransomware yeah. dns intern or bgp well it's fitting the dns is right in the middle because it's always dns even if it's not dns in this case it was dns because of bgp in some yeah. cases <laughs> so uh, once the caching wore off i started getting the can't find um but yeah it's it, it is always it seems like it's one of these things the poor interns though i don't know that it's always their fault but we should we can sure blame them yeah yeah it's easy to blame them <laughs> um so while that went on Another massive platform, Twitch, which is big among streamers. And this is uh, particularly near and dear to our hearts because we're, we're thinking of uh, live streaming this show at some point in the future as well. So let's cross Twitch off the list of potential tools we could use to, to do that. But um, I don't know. It seems to still work. <laughs> I, I don't think what we yeah, had here. Yeah, yeah. But there was a leak. And here's a really interesting thing. It's what it included. It was three years worth of uh, details regarding creator payouts. So now you know how much the creators are making. Wait, you know, we could get paid for something like this? Those creators, I think, add different <laughs> kind. Well, I don't know. I, I was going to say value, but... <laughs> For all I know, that there are people playing video games on it, or they're commenting on someone else playing a video game, or they're commenting on themselves. What and it, I, I don't get it. But okay, <laughs> yeah. The, the entirety of Twitch.tv with commit history going back to its early beginnings. We're talking source about code. web code here, source code. We're talking about yeah, wow, yeah, source code you know sdks aws services this is, this is basically their, their internal security tools um it's 
it's really, really damaging for, for a company. This is like, you know, you talk about the crown jewels of a company. This is it. There are no more secrets with Twitch. <laughs> None. <laughs> I mean, that's huge. And yeah, it didn't it didn't get user data per se, other than maybe the payout type stuff, creator payouts, but um, you know, that that's a huge, a huge hit on something like that. The intellectual property, the things that they did things that they do. Who knows? I mean, with that kind of stuff, is it policies and procedures too? Because there's actually a lot of good information and in policies and procedures on how an organization operates that sometimes we discount as not being important when in fact, it's actually very valuable. It is. It is. Oh, oh look. wait, whose name is that there? Oh, huh. I what? Oh, how did that get there? Which, oh, that is brilliant thinking too. Yes. Warning people that not all the attacks based on the information that which is leaked will come immediately. You got two. Oh wow. Oh, you got more words below it, huh? Okay. Good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've got more words below it, so we'll, we'll link the article in the in the uh, story. But <laughs> but yeah, I, I think it's just you know there, there are a lot of um, streamers, especially some of the females. They they have a lot of creepy people stalking them oh, yeah. or, or what have you. And, and, and I think these kinds of things don't help instill confidence. Like creators, um, they, they, they can be quite controversial in some respects. They, they get lots of fan following. They got a lot of hate as well. And, you know, it, it's, it's a fine balance to, to, to walk. And, you know, that's where I think some of these platforms do have a greater responsibility for security for the creators. Yeah, because a lot of these creators are going to use gamer tags, not their real names. But yeah. if you're talking about payments and things like that, it's very likely going to include real identities uh, yeah. along with the gamer tags. And that's bad. It is. It is. It is indeed. So we'll, we'll, we'll do this. Anyway, um, I know you're tired because you've given, what, like about seven presentations since yesterday? God, it's already. been brutal, man. It really has. Damn you, October, and your cybersecurity awareness month. Yeah. Uh, uh, so this is a very interesting story. That, that, let me set it up. It's called Lantenna, which is a great name because it uses your LAN well, Ethernet cable as an antenna. Uh, so this must... is where we all panic, right? This is where we panic. So it's got a cool, a cool name. Ben Gurion University of the Negev, Israel. Apologies if I've butchered any of those words. Have uncovered a new type of electromagnetic attack dubbed Lantenna that exfiltrates sensitive data from an isolated air-gapped computer using Ethernet cables as transmitting antennas. Pretty scary stuff. Yeah, I, I got to ask, though, is this just like picking up the electromagnetic fields of data moving through the cables already? Or is there something else that has to be done here? No. So for this to work, you need to first put malware on that air gap secure computer. On the air gapped machine. <laughs> okay, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> like, look, guys, I'm in the facility. <laughs> At the critical machine, what shall I do? Should I put in a USB and copy all the data? No, install this malware and turn the Ethernet cable into an antenna and hope that it's not a shielded Ethernet cable. 
and, and then hope that the wall is not too thick <laughs> and then hope you can be on the other end of that wall with a receiver to pick up the data that then goes through the ethernet yeah is this like the sitting in a parking lot with a pringles can trying to pick up what's coming across an ethernet antenna in an air-gapped system in the middle of some nuclear centrifuge i mean seriously what, what i i i get it's cool in concept okay like so many things are cool in concept like there was a concept one time of being able to uh, see what was on a screen from another room due to emissions from a CRT. So they could pick it up like through a wall. This is like NSA, CIA type stuff. Um, and that's great. But we have to have like perfect environmental conditions and, and, and. It seems to me like this would be a real challenge, especially if you've got air gap systems, you know, depending on the air gap, how how close they need to be, how yeah, far apart. Centimeters. What, what was it? 200 centimeters. Uh, you know, it, so that's like 17 feet in uh, in American, right? Is that two meters? <laughs> yeah. Um, so interestingly enough, I know you love it when I talk about my, my military background, um, but we had some precautions that we had to take in place there where um, where our classified systems had to be at least six feet from other classified systems and such and such. Um, for reasons such as this. And I remember I once got gigged on a, uh, on a um, inspection because the network cable coming out of the wall was not that far apart from the other network cable going to a printer for the love of God. Um, and, and they ended up uh, sticking me for that as a hit on my inspection. It, it's, it's crazy how some of that stuff goes. And, and I guess I, I get it to a point. And some of this is going to be theoretical and, you know, they're, they're building blocks for further things, I would guess. But it seems like, yeah, if you're going to be able to get the malware on that in the first place, there's probably better things you could do with the malware other than trying to make something transmit over an ethernet cable. Now, call me crazy. I do some things with radio frequency, but antennas somewhat have to be a little bit tuned or they ain't worth a crap. So do you have to have a certain length of, of Ethernet cable? And I mean, it just, yeah, wow. I, I don't know, but cool, it's... Cool idea. Cool idea. It's it's a bit like, do you remember, oh, this is years ago, and someone was like, if you can see a monitor from across the road through the window or something and you just point the camera to it it will pick up what you're writing or so, I love a crt monitor it yeah. was picking up signals from a crt monitor and it could display what was on the screen um that's exactly what i talked about in the beginning of this but thank you for paying attention to my earlier discussion about that but yeah yeah they were yeah they were talking about what that. else did that what else did i miss what what was that called it doesn't matter what it's called because no one listens to eric least of all me but anyway, we like Eric said, we do have an incredibly busy month. Uh, hopefully we'll be back next week. Hopefully Eric will be a bit more awake and alert and give us uh, some of the news that we are used to, accustomed and, uh, and up. I just really don't care. Uh, and with that, thank you very much. And we'll see you next week. Bye.